Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth lightness and heartfelt shares. We're so excited today to have a guest and it's our first guest of the season four and that is Jessica Ruta. And Jessica is an astrologer, a spiritual practitioner, designer, and she started her journey with astrology almost eight years ago, but she's going to tell her herself the whole story. Right, Jess? And very, very welcome. All right. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, thank you for inviting me both. Uh, this is a great uh, chance for me to speak in this season and especially to present myself, my knowledge regarding astrology and, and the elements. It's a great pleasure to, to be here. Thank you. Oh, lovely to have you here. And I'm really super curious. How did you start getting into all of this astrology stuff? What took you there? Um, so it all started as, um, as a joke to say, uh, because uh, it started very early for me, uh, maybe eight years ago or more, we started like getting into astrology with my friends and just getting into the whole idea that uh, a sign, a specific sign, like being a Cancer or Capricorn gets you a certain uh, like personality trait or character. Uh, and this is very intriguing, like being able to uh, divide like maybe humankind in 12 uh, departments of kind of people mm -hmm. it's very interesting because you say also oh, this this person falls into this group and it's, it's very intriguing it started like this and mid halfway of my journey I started thinking is it is this right should, should this be right to divide people into groups and I had a moment in time that I stopped, uh, stopped studying astrology or reading about astrology. So this was a part of my journey, like stopping and having like a break from astrology. And after that, I reconnected again and studying, studied even deeper to understand the meaning behind the signs, behind the archetypes, or how astrology started for, for the society so it made me like create a, a different perspective other than uh, astrology just dividing people but more like connecting with uh, with each other and with the elements if we're going to talk mm -hmm. further so yeah so you say astrology is a science right it, well it's still a uh, pseudoscience so it's not a science to a level that uh, we cannot prove that all of the that astrology studies are real because astrology has more to do with archetypes and uh, mythology and all of these things other than the things that we can prove. We cannot prove that the moon is connected to our emotions, even though the moon controls the waters 
and mm. controls the waves and everything and still has an impact on earth we can prove this but we cannot prove how on a full moon <laughs> we are being like acting crazy or <laughs> uh, being too emotional <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so today it's going to be about elements you really really want to hear a lot um about elements so so how are elements and astrology connected all right uh it it's very sim simple i would say uh so astrology is 12 signs divided in four elements the four elements being uh, earth fire air and water so each uh, each sign has its own element and its own also modality uh, could be a cardinal sign a fixed sign or a mutual sign uh, i might might talk about this uh, later but i think for now we can we can uh, connect with the elements more so the four major groups are are connected to uh, each each sign and so we're left with uh, three signs uh, for each element. So Aries, Leo, and uh, Sagittarius being fire signs. We have the earth signs being Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo. We have the water signs with Cancer, uh, Scorpio, and Pisces. Yes. And lastly, earth signs with Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. Mm. And Jess, can I ask you, what sign are you and therefore what element are you and how does that kind of play into your life and how you are? So I'm a Virgo. I'm an earth sign and I connect with my sun sign element. My sun sign is a Virgo, so I'm really connected to the earth as an element. Before I connect with any other element, I look inward and try to connect with earth first so that my my state of being and the state of being that i try to connect first in order to connect with the other elements in in my opinion in order to start connecting with any other element you should start focusing with your sun sign so your astrological sign first or with the sign that you randomly connect the most because uh, not everyone is connected to their sun sign somebody might be connected to their rising sign or their moon sign but first to start the journey you should connect with the element that represents you even though this doesn't show in your birth chart if you feel that you're connected with water as an element you should start your journey there and work towards the part the element that is like least represented in your birth chart or in the element that is like least um expressed in your birth chart or maybe that you have a lack hmm. and what are the characteristics of earth signs so earth sign is earth is like the most solid element mm -hmm. it's uh, when when we start like um talking about the elements especially talking uh, about the elements as a state of being earth is like the most solid element is the, the the element in which the state of matter is like more connected and more like in a solid form so earth is like the element that is like the most uptight 
the most <laughs> planning, the most uh, connected with its body because Earth is still like connected to the body as uh, as a as a whole, and also connected with uh, with nature. I mean, as long as Earth can be very tight and very uh, focused on the uh, on planning the things other than acting up uh it's it's still like this after earth i would like to talk about about water because because like as a state of being a state of matter like move from the most solid one we fall it's followed by water so water is basically like very the, the opposite astrologically speaking uh water is like the opposite of earth as a, as a state because it's very fluid, very uh, flexible, is very uh, in touch with with the emotion, in touch with, uh, with with the mind and how they express their body. Like if Earth is like this solid uh, state of being that is like sitting down, uh, water is like always dancing, always moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing always. again and moving right now. <laughs> yes. Of course, like that. <laughs> that's my water. <laughs> yes. And uh, after water, uh, it's the, the other state of, of matter should be air. So basically, air is even less dense than water. If water has this kind of flexibility, but it still can like be still for, for a moment, Air is like nowhere to be seen. It's like invisible, barely there, uh, barely has a structure, but it's like the magic of air. It's like you can still feel it and you can still have an impact, even though you don't you don't see it everywhere. It's like and also air signs are more connected to the mind, the communication, words, talking, uh, music, and like generally speaking or singing activities like this. And then leastly we have fire, which is the most the most destructive pain um, <laughs> <laughs> presenting fire like this. Uh, I'm also like um, a fire rising, so I'm very connected with fire as well. Even though it sounds like this fire is like the essence of of life because it's warmth, it's, the sun is represented by fire. It's like the way we we connect with each other is fire, like touching and exchanging temperature energy. Wow, so much information there. And I'm curious out of all of the elements, which one do you find the most difficult to access and why? So in my case, or better say in my personal experience, uh, since astrology speaking, I have a lack of water in my birth chart and I feel the least connected with water in, in general. So uh, starting this journey of connecting with the elements, it's uh, the first focus that I had was how can I bring much water into, into my life? Because I don't have enough water in my birth chart and in my planets. So I think maybe I should like work towards water. And first, when, you, when you're connected, when you're starting to connect with the element that you lack 
in your approach are the most it's going to be hard to connect with that element because some people might even experience like fears uh, or phobias around that element so it's very hard to to connect at first but if you start a journey to that's gonna embrace and accept at first that elements that they're missing i think they can uh, improve that that as, aspect of their life i personally i've been working with uh, water connecting the, the most with with this part and he, i started improving like uh, with me being more flexible me being more connected with my emotion and trying to speak my emotion and like to use like two elements to to bring each other out like mm -hmm. using air and my my voice to speak what i feel even though it to me might feel irrational to speak up my deepest emotion because sometimes it's it's hard like that for people like me who miss like a, a water element in their birth card. But how do you connect to water? Like what, what is the practicalities of it? Um, so water is, I think it's the easiest because water is like everywhere around, like drinking more water. <laughs> Even though it sounds like me reminding everyone to drink water right now, but like drinking water, being connected to um, a nature that has a possibility to be around water, like going to to the sea if possible, or uh, walking in uh, by a lake, mm -hmm. uh, or like having mindful showers, <laughs> like being really connected with. Uh, once you're we're, you're connected to the element of water being like, uh, really there and being mindful um yeah pretty much i'm hearing you speak to the water and i'm also feeling your strong earth energy <laughs> really you know even if i didn't know you were an earth sign just by hearing your voice and feeling that kind of solid very present energy in you as you speak i guess I would have known it anyway and i guess <laughs> you that, that is really kind of into all of this astrology stuff are you, do you find now when you meet people you think to yourself oh she must be a you know fire sign or he must be a water sign like is there a guessing that takes place yes of course that's <laughs> that's part of the game that's very intriguing i'm, I'm not that good at the guessing game but it's very it's very interesting because you see a person who's like uh very vocal and who speaks like uh, uh maybe who speaks uh, who's like very loud and you think oh must be a fire sign <laughs> because like uh, you express yourself in a very um high-pitched voice or uh, when you see someone who's like moving around too much or like acting up or or hand gestures, you might think, oh, this might might be an air sign because the air signs like I'm focused on manipulating air around them. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's it's always it's always there. Like I think uh, the the element that we are most connected, it's always going to express itself. Like like you said. Mm. I'm more intrigued actually about air 
because I feel mm. like it's it's the least element. I mean, the, the element that I least know about. Mm. Um, so what are some characteristics and also how do you connect mostly with air? You, I know you, you mentioned some before, but how do you connect mostly with air? So air is, um, it's very difficult because air is unseen. So air has a presence, but we cannot see it most of the time. And so this is why it feels like it's the element that, that we can connect the, the least because of um, being just, you can you something that you can maybe touch or feel, but not see. Air, astrologically speaking, air is connected to the mental energy, is connected to uh, the things that we learn, uh, the things that we uh, teach, the things that we uh, read, and it's all mental energy, it's all communication, it's all um, words. And if you were to connect with uh, air as an element, so if you we were to say that you have a lack of air, if you feel like you have a lack of air, or if you notice that by your birth chart, uh, could be like uh, there you have no curiosity, uh, you have no interest in following uh, the news, no interest, no specific interest in activities like um, maybe reading too much or being too much into your thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, on the other side, this could be uh, expressed with too much fire that you uh, don't think ahead, you don't uh, uh, analyze too much and you just act up. So this could be like, the, the lack of air as, as an element. I find that fascinating, I really do. And um, yeah, out of all of the elements, what would you say is the most powerful one? Um, this is hard. <laughs> I know. Um, Sam is fishing for compliments <laughs> for her fire. <laughs> <laughs> So far, so far. Oh. Water, water. <laughs> um, well, if yeah, all of the elements have a, a potential of destruction, even though fire is the, um, the most dangerous one because fire is like really fast, like fire burns really quickly, really fast. Yes, so water can, if... can pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> Also, water has a lot of destruction potential and yes. earth is like unpredictable because we have earthquakes and mm. air with uh, hurricanes and air mm. can also be earth air plus fire can be like both destructive so i think that uh, all elements have a power inside and I don't think is an element of being more powerful than another. Um, I think that there are elements that work uh, much faster than others, like fire can work faster than earth or water sometimes, but not uh, in an absolute way, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm very curious, uh, Jess, about the balance in us when we have all the elements. 
right? How does that balance look like? This is a tough one. Uh, I think balance is, uh, is something that everyone has the potential to achieve, especially uh, if, if someone might be wondering uh, if they have a lack of an element and they are trying to work it out all of their life and they're going to think, oh, wow, now I don't have any fire in my birth chart. What I'm going to do? I don't have a, any initiative. I don't have any passion. I don't have the power to start something new. And once you start a journey of trying to balance these things, uh, the lack of fire or the lack of an element in your birth chart is going to be uh, very blunt with the other elements. So slowly it's going to start to feel like you have a balance between the elements. But it's a balance that sometimes, uh, even though you have a current state that all of the elements are really working out with each other in your chart. Sometimes, yeah, most in in a different uh, state or moment of your life, an element is going to come up more and to express more. So, uh, even if I'm, for example, a nurse sign, and I'm connected with Earth as an element, I have much air in my birth chart. So sometimes in specific moments in my life, I'm going to disrupt my own balance and start to show more air, start to show more mental energy, maybe uh, talk too much or maybe be too much inside my head or thinking too much, for example. So balance is something that is always changing, always an element goes beyond another one so yeah thank you for sharing that and if some of our listeners are getting curious around the elements and the and astrology and the star signs and want to do some reading or some kind of deeper research into this where where should they start well first of all i can recommend for everyone to just start with their own birth chart uh, it's really easy to to start this journey even though you don't have any um, connection with astrology yet just by going online like pretty much everywhere i i could suggest uh, like astral.com it's a very simple website that you can uh, have your birth site in in a few seconds just by entering your date that you were born hour uh, the hour that you were born and the city basically and this, this could be easy in telling you the state that the planets were in the moment that you were born and your astrological imprint. And this should get you in touch with the element that you are represented with, the element that you have maybe too much because uh, you could be like a water sign, but the element that is like too much expressed in your birth chart could be air. And so you have to connect with both elements and work with, with both. Yeah, I'm smiling also because I'm realizing at home here, so I live with an earth sign and I have a lot of fire, I'm a fire sign, and I can connect quite well with water and with air. And I'm wondering, is it quite common that we end up in relationships with somebody that has that element that we're not you know, so fully in contact with? Yes, that is very common. It is very interesting because 
One of my best friends, he's an earth sign like me, so we connect very well because our uh, our main energy is like uh, earth. But unlike me, he lacks fire in his in his birth chart, and I have a little bit of fire. I can I can have I can express that that element within me. So I I feel that he's pretty much trying to surround himself with people that are like fire signs because he lacks this kind of ability he lacks the fire so it's very common for people that lack an element to be surrounded by friends and family they that they have an element that they like because they need to to learn about that element they need to to be taught about the qualities of fire for example so it is very very common it happens a lot mm. Yeah, and I, I find there's quite a lot of safety in being with a person that represents that element that perhaps, you know, I don't have so much connection to. Yes, it's a feeling of safety too, and a feeling of newness, because yeah. it's, it's a way to learn about the other person, and in this way, learn about yourself, learn about a quality that you have not acquired yet. So also feeling of safety, you're very right because it feels uh, as if by 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 teaching you that kind of ability they are also like protecting you mm. and in this case earth offers some kind of protection as an element earth is like an element that offers like this kind of stability offers uh, grounding offers like the possibility to be really connected with yourself and really like that down-to-earth feeling of being uh, in, in, a, in a safer state. Yeah, I mean, if you take our relationship, Sam's and I, fire and water, so it, it's a, the complementing each other. It's this really play between flexibility and organization structure and moving around. And so, so yeah, I think it very much complements one another, right, Sam? Totally, yeah. In fact, we once found a symbol, didn't we, with the water oh, yeah. and the fire <laughs> when we were first um, establishing our business name. And this, this became a kind of symbol for us because we really do notice in our relationship, as McGenna was saying, that this, this really helps us, that we have this kind of complementary yet different elements. Yes, that's great. Fire and water can work very well together. Uh, especially because the fire is going to bring initiative to water, even though water has its own flow and its own uh, emotion, it still needs like the warmth of fire to to improve and to change its state because water still needs needs to change and needs to flow. And fire can also learn a, a lot from from water because water still is an element that even though can be fast sometimes, but can have a state of being, um, just being there for, for a moment. The so, pace. Yeah, yeah, a pace. So uh, water can also help fire to calm down and to be flowing like more slowly. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. <laughs> There's a lot of knowing looks going on between Megana and I as you explain that. <laughs> Yes, great. Just to conclude on my on my thoughts on the element connection journey, 
uh, like everyone that is interested to connect with their own element uh, should start with their sun sign or the element that is most uh, expressed in their birth chart, the element that can be most uh, prominent. Like if they have like uh, two or more planets in, in the same element, they should also try to connect with that element and later to move on the uh, on the element that they have this this lack and trying to do activities that, that bring comfort first rather than to challenge themselves too much like for example someone that has a lack of air in their birth chart before starting to go on activities uh, that are like i don't know maybe bungee jumping or like hiking they can start small with just reading a book or just doing a presentation or a public speaking <laughs> rather than with something much adventurous. And also it's very important, I've noticed, especially with women, it's very important to connect with your moon sign and to bring peace between the element of your moon sign with your sun sign. So the more balance you're gonna bring to the connection between your sun sign and the element that you are represented with. And the second element, in this case, being the moon sign, uh, the more you're going to feel a, a balance within yourself, especially as women, because we're co connected to the moon, we're connected to the flow and the cycles of the moon and water in general. So uh, this should be very helpful in this uh, kind of journey. So I got confused. So we have a moon sign and we have a sun have, sign. Yes. The sun sign is what we are all familiar with. Like mm. even uh, people that know, uh, that don't know much about astrology, they can still know their sun sign because it's the astrological sign. And the moon sign, you can find out after you uh, research your birth chart, uh, like uh, pretty much everywhere you go online and you download your birth chart, you're going to be able to find out uh, which uh, zodiac sign is going to fall on your moon sign. And you should be able to connect with that element too, if possible. Interesting. Thank you so much for everything you've shared today. I'm getting really curious yeah. about all of this. I'm definitely going to look up my moon sign because I don't know it. <laughs> Thank you for also telling us about the website, astral.com, I think you said. Um, and really just for the calm, grounded, earthy way that you have spoken to all of these signs and the elements, because it makes it easier to understand, actually. Yes, thank you. The whole My whole idea was to bring uh, the element with the practical spirit and uh, just to bring it closer to like daily activities and what we can really see or touch. And so you did, Jess. So thank, thank you very you. much. And it was where, a pleasure. Yeah. Where where would can people contact you? Right now, I am mostly connected through Instagram. Uh, they can find me on Instagram, and I'm sure that you can attach the the yes. link later on. Mm -hmm. So people can find me uh, right now. I'm working mostly uh, with uh, birth chart readings. So I offer readings and personal readings that people can dive deep into their birth chart or just like connect with the things that they haven't dealt with yet in terms of healing. And I also do some tarot readings 
Interesting. Well, thank you so, so much, Jess, for being here, for sharing your knowledge, for being you, for bringing all the elements, embody them, all the beautiful knowledge and, uh, and cases. So thank you very much and best of luck in your work. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me meeting you both. And thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. And if you are listening and really kind of tapping into the different qualities of the elements and wanting to experience a week of experiential activities on retreat, why not join us from the 25th to the 30th of October this year in Molelos, northern Portugal, for our Awaken Me retreat. We'd love to have you be part of our group. We're going to have a small gathering of maximum 15 people. So if you are interested, don't hesitate to reach out and we'll pop our landing page again in the podcast notes. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.